Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Friday. Happy, 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 happy Friday. So let me ask you a question. You've heard the comment that Stephen Covey used to say called sharpening the saw, right? Have you heard that? I have a formula for you that will allow you to sharpen the saw, to get yourself rested, to get back into action mode, because we have to kind of go in a circular fashion, if you will. We can't just work all the time. We can't just goof off all the time. There is a pathway to staying in momentum, and that's what today's program is about. We'll talk about that. It is... The Daily Boost from MotivationToMove.com. The positive boost you need every single day. Life begins when you move, and all you really have to do is stand up, take a step, and repeat. Just keep going until you get what you want. And if you do a little bit of moving right now, you're going to do a whole lot later on. That's really what it's all about, to make sure you're in momentum, that you have a foundation built, and you get what you want in life, no matter what gets in the way. And stuff does get in the way. How are you? It's me, Scott Smith, founder, chief motivating officer here at MotivationToMove.com. Thank you to all my members this week. I've been taking these programs, the the coaching version of the show, not the commercial show, the coaching version, just this show, and uh, putting it out everywhere for this week anyway. So thank you guys for allowing me to do that. And for those of you who are getting the show all week long, commercial free, commercials are coming back. We always have sponsored podcasts. So if you enjoy this, come on in, join the crowd. We appreciate having you. So on Fridays, I ask the, uh, the question every single Friday, how do you want to feel? Now, you could ask it to yourself. How do I want to feel? You can do that. And it's a really good question to ask, and you might want to write it down, and you might want to put it on a post-it note on your mirror in front of you. It's very simple. I've been asking this thing for at least 15 years now, maybe longer. And all it came down to is this. It came down to a choice. You have a choice how you feel. I know sometimes it feels maybe tiring or it feels uh, maybe emotionally you get upset because somebody looked at you the wrong way or said something, or you're just worn out. That happens. But when you take a moment to say, how do I want to feel? There's really only one good answer you can give yourself. There's only one truthful answer you can give yourself. Anything other than, I want to feel good. I want to feel happy. I want to feel upbeat. I want to feel like like I'm alive. That's the truth, and that's what's going to happen. That's the only answer your mind's going to say, yeah, that's the one. Anything else you give yourself is going to be a lie. So if you're honest about how you want to feel in life and just ask yourself that question, you're going to shove your subconscious mind that direction to making it happen, and that's what I want you to be able to do. So use the question, how do I want to feel? Those three questions I ask every single week, that's a Friday question. Remember, the Monday is, have you done your homework? And Wednesday, I forget it sometimes, but it's, what can I do? So how do you maintain momentum? Momentum's key here. We don't want to stop and start all the time, do we? That's tiring. That's exhausting. 
It's a frustrating and exhaustive way to live. If everything stops and starts and stops and starts, you think about a, something in your life that is just always doing that, or very likely it's somebody else. It's a relationship in your life that is stopping and starting. It could be your boss. It could be a vendor for your business. It could be anybody. Oh, would that person just get some momentum going? Why can't we just keep this thing moving? Happens all the time. But what if it's you? What if you're stopping and starting? Hear it all the time. And there's a joke, you know, I come up with an idea, I tell my wife, and she goes, really? I thought you said that five years ago. Happens. <laughs> How many times have you run into that? So it, it, it just is one of these things where we want to, once we get through that inertia and get the momentum going, we want to keep it there. But how do we do that as humans? Well, Stephen Covey, a lot of years ago, was it Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? Was that? Well, I don't think it was in there. I forget. There's so many things I read over the years. He talks about sharpening the saw. And the quick story is, if you remember the story, is that essentially, if you go into the woods to cut wood, uh, to cut uh, firewood, and you have a sharp saw, you're going to cut more wood. If you just keep on cutting and keep wearing that blade down, it's going to cut less wood. You're going to wear yourself out. So it really makes sense that you take a few minutes and pause and rest and sharpen the saw. You can go find that story yourself. It's wonderfully told. But the same thing applies to life in every single area. So a lot of years ago, I began to look at a, at a rhythm, at a, almost a circular rhythm of what I had to do, and it repeated itself all the time, and I started teaching it. And I still run this constantly. And I'll be honest with you, like everybody else, sometimes I get busy and I forget about it, but I will always pop back to it because you almost have to if you wear yourself out. The formula is this. Ritual, rest, rejuvenate, reactivate, repeat. I call it my five R's. The five R's, ritual. Rest, rejuvenate, reactivate, repeat. Here's how it works. Success comes when you do ritualistic actions every single day. In other words, you figure out what works and you do it every single day. You get out of bed and you do it. We talk about this all the time. If you, if you figured out going to the gym every single day works for you, you do it. Ritualistically, you just do it. Eating right, paying bills, saving money, the same thing. So ritualistically living your life means you first have to figure out those habits and those actions that work for you. And you have to identify them and work them into your life and then make sure they stay in play all the time. So that's number one. Get those rituals in place. Whatever you're doing that's working for you, make sure you keep doing it. Doesn't make any sense to stop, does it? Number two, rest. Running full out all the time is not sustainable. At some point, you got to stop. You have to rest. It's going to happen. You might fall over every single night and sleep and say, Scott, I got my rest. But at some point, you got to pull back. At some point, you got to disconnect. At some point, you literally have to give yourself that deep rest that your body and your mind crave. So we're ritualistically running, which is nice because we're kind of on autopilot. We're not overthinking things. And then we know that we can only do that so long before the rest has to happen. Could be a weekend. Could be a vacation you're going to have. Could be every single day a little bit of a rest. It's got to happen. So resting allows your body and your mind to do the next thing. Rejuvenation become healthy again. One of the best ways to describe that is working out. A lot of folks go work out and they say, hey, work out really hard, take two days off, get some rest. What's really happening is when you're resting and actually when you're sleeping at night, your body goes to work rejuvenating yourself. And I think you can feel it as well. Well, I know when I take a vacation, in fact, even on the, the journey that I'm on right now, after about two and a half weeks of kind of being out of the normal, normal um, activity that I've been in for years now, after about two, two and a half weeks, right about now, a couple of days ago, I notice my brain thinking differently, and I'm allowing for that to happen. It's rejuvenating. It's breathing. 
It's bringing in life again. It's giving me ideas. Things are popping into my head. The environment is different for me pretty much every single day. So while I'm kind of still working and I'm taking I'm a much slower pace and I'm resting a bit, I feel rejuvenation happening. And I'm waiting for it to happen. I'm not going to move fast again. I'm not going to do anything new until I get that rejuvenation. It's going to be very different. Next. When you are ready, it's time to reactivate into action mode again. And I bet you felt this before. Maybe you felt it after you have a long weekend. Maybe you're tired, dead tired at the end of a week and then maybe tired on Saturday even a little bit. And you go out Saturday night, you're even tired. But sometime maybe Sunday, Sunday afternoon, you start feeling, Mm-mm-mm, I got to get going. Now, I'm an entrepreneur. I get excited about working. Back in the day when I had to work for somebody else, I would get very tired on a Sunday evening. I didn't like it. It wore me out because emotion, I didn't want to go. I recognized that. I said, got to end that. I changed my life, started doing things I want to do probably 25 years ago. And now... Once I get a little bit of rest and that rejuvenation kicks in, I find myself almost automatically wanting to go back into action mode. I can't hold myself back. I bet you found yourself the same way as well. And finally, with everything I've just talked about, the final step is just repeat the process. Ritualistically, habitually doing the things that are moving your life in the direction you wanted to go, making you happy if that's all you want. It's just making you happy. You're just doing it every single day. And understanding that at some point you're going to need some rest and you're willing to factor in that rest period. And you're going to stay in the rest period until you rejuvenate your mind and your body. And when you feel the spark, because now you're fully rested, you reactivate. And you get on it again with those ritualistic performances. And all you do is just repeat the cycle again and again and again. So if you ever get out of balance, just know all you have to do is begin to go into that ritualistically, doing what you do, resting, rejuvenating, and reactivating, and just stay in that realm. Don't let yourself go too far one way or the other. You'll be fine. Uh, One last thing I can add to this. You really want it? I'll give it to you, okay? The simpler you make things, the more you reduce the load of activity that's on your mind and what you have to do physically every single day, the more you get it down to one big thing, the more you focus on simplicity, the easier it is to really, really enjoy those rituals of resting, that rejuvenation, that reactivation. Keep it simple. Life gets really fun really fast. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the 4th of July in America. I'll see you Monday right here on The Daily Boost.